you know what that sound means. Welcome back just to buff the NBA podcast that uh, is morning for Kobe Bryant and would like to extend a thank you to Kobe and the entire Bryant family for the members. Cheers to you, Kobe. Uh, we're, uh, as all our listeners probably know by now, um, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter as well as seven other people died in a helicopter crash on Sunday morning. Um, obviously gave a shock to a lot of people, uh, especially because uh, Kobe was sort of in the news the night before with LeBron beating his, uh, taking it over his third time all-time lead score. Um, and it was, you know, it, it, it was really kind of a shock. And I think when it first happened, uh, natural reaction is to be sad. And as time goes on, I think the best thing we can do is rather than continue to be sad what we've lost, but celebrate, be th- be thankful for what he was and. Um, yeah, I, I think oh. we're going to start this episode taking some time talking about uh, Kobe Bryant, what he meant to us, favorite memories of Kobe. Favorite memories. Yeah, so... Um, There's a lot of them. He definitely was someone to leave an impact, and I think that was... 20, 20 years. 20 years you know, with one with the Lakers. You don't get a lot of... Well, you don't get a lot of careers in the NBA go 20 years, much less 20 years with the same team. A single team. That's was right. it with Dirk? Did Dirk make it 20 years? Dirk did, was... I think he's made 20 did, years. Uh, he did 20, uh, 20. Tim Duncan, maybe? Uh, maybe not. I think, so I think he was like 17 or 18. I think he was 18 or so. But it's... Uh, um, but... Incredible career. I think my favorite has to be, you know, he had... The high-scoring games, he had the the scoring streaks. I was a big fan of his dunks, and he had just some nasty, throw it in your face, don't like you dunks, and it was awesome. One of my, I go back and forth between the one that he pulled on like half of San Antonio's team at once, um, back. I want to say that was his MVP year. Maybe been a little bit afterwards, but it was just. He drives down the lane, uh, jumps over two or three defenders, and just dunks it right over. That was a great one. His dunk over Dwight Howard, that was like before. Magic Dwight Howard? Yeah, Magic Dwight Howard. That was awesome. Pre-Dwight pre, Dwight Howard Lakers part one. Even if, oh my goodness, when they teamed up, did you remember? That was fucking crazy. People were losing their freaking minds. I think that's one of, not to get too sidetracked here, but one of the biggest what-if Lakers. Kobe, Steve Nash, and Dwight Howard. They could have made that work. Could have been special. I mean, they made the second round of the playoffs. People say it made it work, but I think it was, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with the team. I think they still had some things they had to iron out. It was, I think it was more broken up because of the personalities. That was what killed it. Which right. is, well, that, that's what's killed they, Dwight they, Howard's career ever since he left Magic. The Magic until he's with the Lakers now. So the the, the other big uh, Lakers what if is if the Chris Paul trade never got vetoed and we got to see Chris Paul and Kobe play together. That was gonna be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know about it until it was like right. They said it wasn't gonna happen. I was like, oh. I, I think I think we were. I, I know about it after the fact. I don't remember when the trade was vetoed. Um, I was a little bit too young. That was what like oh eight. Right, so I was seventh grade. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, sports were cool and all, but like the intricacies of trade and politics of sports just was what what Count was lost on me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I'd I'd say uh the one undistinguishable or the one memory that I always have uh of Kobe is his last game, and part of that I mean I know he did a lot of other big things, but it just. 
that was the one where I remember sitting down watching the game and thinking, this is something special. Yeah. And I, it was, I, I watched it with some good friends, drank some good beer, Natty Light. Mm-hmm. Just the highest record. Great right. beer. Yeah. Still and, waiting on that, uh, that sponsorship. Right. <laughs> uh, we're, we're here, Natty. We, we endorse all your products, Natter Days, Natty Seltzer, Natty Light. Um, not high on Natty Daddy, but I'll drink it. Who would who wouldn't? Right. It's better than half the beers out there. But anyway, getting back to <laughs> no, it's not. Dep- depends who's taste you talking to. But uh, getting back to Kobe, uh, that last game you were talking about, I still remember where I was when I saw that game, and we started to watch the would the Golden State Warriors win their seventy third game, and then we we're switching back to like Kobe and the Jazz game. And we're like, you know what? Let's just switch. Let's just leave it on this because <laughs> we really didn't care about the Warriors. But so, so actually, awesome. uh, speaking of that last game, I came across something today on social media that I'd never seen before that I thought was really interesting. They were talking sort of about sort of the fraternity of the NBA and how much respect everyone had for each other, particularly Kobe. Yeah. And if you watch the last free throw that um, Kobe hits in that game to make it sixty points. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as he's shooting, uh, before he starts his shooting motion, Gordon Hayward makes eye contact with the ref and steps into the lane, with um, clearly doing a lane violation. That way, if Kobe were to miss, he would have another shot, so he could get sixty because he realized how important it was for Kobe See, to get sixty going. You out. say that, but then Gordon Hayward just came out and said, "I gave Kobe nothing. He wouldn't have wanted me to give him anything. I did well, not do that intentionally." Really? Yeah, you didn't see that? Oh, yeah, he came out and refuted all of it, said, I, w- I didn't give Kobe anything that game, that's all him. He wouldn't have wanted me to give him anything like it's that. It's a good thing he made it. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he didn't, yeah no, according to Gordon Hayward, I mean, this came out this I, morning or yet or last night, he was like, I... Me or not, I still crap. respect I the fuck anything. out of Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Oh? I mean, you know, it was, it was a Kobe game, high scoring, took a lot of shots. He took 50 shots. Made it's a lot of shots. Made 22 of them. It's a lot of shots. But, you know. Um, I said, I don't, as I didn't follow NBA basketball a lot until really college, so it, like, wasn't really big. Like, I, like, I remember, like, LeBron leaving, and even that, because that was, like, that was the big. epitome of the sports world at the time. I wouldn't shut up but, about it. But, like, so I don't really, really have a ton of, like, favorite Kobe moments. I really didn't watch basketball that much until college. Even then, you know, Kobe was kind of on the decline. He had the year off when he had his Achilles injury. So, like, besides that 61-point game or a 60-point game on his final game, I kind of remember those series with the Celtics in the finals. That's when I kind of, like, really remember Kobe because I remember, like, the team, like, with Pau Gasol and Andrew Bynum and all of them. Like, that's that's kind of the, uh, the championships in uh, – 09 and 2010. That's kind of when, like, I remember actually, like, remember watching Kobe yeah, the basketball. Because till then it was kind of like I would catch because we always go on vacation the week of the NBA Finals. So one night it's the NBA Finals, next night it's the Stanley Cup Finals, and we just back and forth all vacation. And I kind I would remember like the the finals. So I remember like Shaquille O'Neal and Dwayne Wade on the Heat. So I remember the year in 06 when they won that championship. I remember watching that. So I kind of remember the finals. And, uh, the, the finals against the Celtics is kind of the one that I remember because you know it was against the Big Three in Boston. That was Garnett, awesome. Allen and Pierce. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe I was. Wow. And obviously, 2010 that went seven games, and that's the that was the big one. That was that pretty I, sweet. 
So I, said, I don't. I don't really have any many memories of like Kobe in his career. I mean, hell of a player on two K. Owen Kobe, it, it, by it, far one of my favorite players to play with. But even after his career, I mean, sort of, sort of will live on forever in the memes, right? Uh, but one Kobe moment, I didn't. This is something I totally found after the fact, but. Uh, that moment where uh, someone goes to throw, uh, I think it was Matt it was, Barnes, uh, yeah. Yeah. goes to throw the ball in his face and he stays completely unwavering. And, uh, I also remember uh, Kyrie Irving during Team USA, Kyrie Irving, and he making a bet that Kyrie Irving could uh, could score on him. And Kobe stood up and played defense and shut, uh, shut Kyrie down. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. And then they did, uh, when they played that year, they did it again where uh, Kobe, uh, Kyrie called for uh, ISO on Kobe and Kobe called off everyone on health defenders and stood them down again. <laughs> I, Kobe was probably, like, 36 when this happened, too. Kyrie was just, you know, like, 20. Yeah. Said, everyone can be a good defender when right. they want to be. Right. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, you know, at, My, at, at the end of the day, to, in terms of, like, the Kobe meme and, like, people are still going to be yelling Kobe when they throw crap at a trash can. That, was, that, that just happens, right? You throw something away, you yell Kobe. Kobe. Whatever happens, happens, you yelled Kobe. Yeah. I like the commercial where he was just... All the celebrities were in the crowd, and then he's standing up there, and all of a sudden Kanye West is like, "How can I be?" Or you got to. <laughs> Kobe Bryant says, "You have are you the same beast, but a different animal?" And Kanye West looks at him like, "The fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant?" <laughs> and to this day, to this day, that's hilarious to me. It will always make me laugh. And that's just was mamba mentality. <laughs> I'd say and his obviously global reach because he I mean he really he probably in terms of you know notoriety of the NBA game was he was it between Jordan and LeBron that because yeah. oh, yeah. he, he he was he spanned at the back half of Jordan's and the beginning of LeBron's career so he was that you know I guess you could say you know there's a face always a face of the NBA and it kind of went from Jordan to Kobe to LeBron and then you know who knows who it's going to be here in the next it's couple of years. It's coming up in the air Luka, right now. Could be honest. Looking like it might be a foreign player. Oh, but, yeah. Which isn't necessarily bad for the game. Oh, no. Um, but Giannis is definitely making a strong case for it. Moving on to, I think, uh, I was hearing a lot. Like they, They've been talking about a lot on SportsCenter and just through the gram and all that. But I keep seeing this Kobe would want this Kobe would want. Well, I think he was a competitor. He just really appreciated and then when people gave it their all. So to see people go out last the last couple nights, uh, Sunday and, and Monday, yesterday, that they were just starting to go like crazy. Buddy Heald put up like 42 points. Um, Eric Gordon put up 50. There was just like some big numbers and like some people dedicating their we have the 24 second and 8 second, well 24 second shot clock violation, the 8 second backcourt violation. Uh, both in the college and the women's game, the uh, Team USA women's team played UConn. Yeah. UConn is where Kobe's daughter, who passed away in a crash, wanted to go play basketball at. So they dedicated that thing to her. Uh, the T-Wolves uh, put a ball down at the free throw line where he passed for yeah, uh, all-time scoring because it was in, in the Timberwolves arena at the free throw line. Not just a jump shot at the free throw line, I believe right. it was, but... And then you're seeing, you know, players who kind of knew him a little better, you know, aren't, 
Yeah, Kyrie didn't play. Chris Paul didn't play. You heard Mike Breen, the announcer, um, was calling the game that night. He's just like, I really don't want to be broadcasting this game right. right now. It was just a wave of sadness kind of going over people. Right. Spencer Dinwiddie actually um, <clears throat> he's no longer going to wear the number eight. Uh, he switched to 26. Uh, so he's like basically retiring from that. The Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks, yeah. Mark Cuban Mark said no one's ever wearing 24. Yeah. Um, and there's videos of, you know, nationwide. Nick Kyrgios, if I text you guys as a tennis player, the Australian Open's happening right now, came out wearing a Kobe jersey. Yeah. Um, Tiger Woods was told as he was coming off 18 at the Farmers Insurance, and he knew him. Kobe and Novak Djokovic, who's also a tennis player, knew really well, said some things after he beat um, Milos Ronic in the quarterfinals last night. Uh, Neymar scored a goal. Neymar scored a goal and uh, put uh, up the 2-4. Uh, well, he held up 8 and then 2-4. So you, you can just see the global impact of whether or not, you know, these other athletes knew him as well. Because Nick Kyrgios has never met Kobe, just idolized the guy. You can see that when someone has been has elevated his game to that high of level on in his sport, you can kind of see people around the rest of the sporting world acknowledge just the accomplishments that he he was able to achieve. Touched a lot of lives and kind of inspired a lot of people. I'm... Looking forward to seeing the statue of him in front of the Staples Center because that's going to be just. I'm looking forward to this Lakers Clippers game. Obviously, they postponed it, right. which I almost, I kind of thought that that might happen, but also they might play it. I did too because I was... you know, like that. I mean, but that game is because I thought that game was going to be unreal. Um, just the whole atmosphere on it. I think when that happens, because I, I don't know when they're going to postpone it to, but you got to think that that first think, Lakers game at home, whether it's the Clippers game or not, is going to be a crazy, um, crazy atmosphere. They said they postponed it. They didn't really give a date as to when, which makes me wonder. Which is tough in the schedule, it. too, because now that's going to have to be a back-to-back, I assume. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Or the first of two. Yeah. So, you know, then, I mean, that benefits the Lakers, right? There's a chance they don't have to play against Kawhi Leonard, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll probably sit out the other one. Unless the other one's, I don't know, like Denver or something like that. I mean, if the Lakers were smart, they'd pick that date. But right. obviously, you know, they're giving them time. They were they, they went to the Clippers and asked if that's okay. And the Clippers said, yeah. And then they went to the NBA. And obviously, Adam Silver... Um, was he was fine. With it. He was, uh, he's like, you know, they sent in grief counselors today and maybe yesterday um, for the team as they had practice instead. So we're trying to think about mental health, and that's something I'm pretty happy to hear about. You know, with the NBA, they've been taking steps we're in the right direction with that. So and good to see we'll that they're still continuing. Uh, start with K-Love. Speaking of K-Love, you know, we're watching the Cavs. Pelicans game right now, seeing second quarter. Uh, Pelicans are beating the Cavs right now, 53-48, so, but, but, uh, we were talking about the next, I was about to, yeah, Zion came back, and we were just talking about, I guess guess that's a thing, next phase of the NBA, it could be Zion. Exactly. He had a pretty pretty interesting first game. Yeah, first, uh, first two quarters, you know. You know, getting feet wet didn't really see much, and then he went on a uh, what like seventeen point personal run, hit four for four from three, which four for four from which three is points. crazy because I mean he was he was okay in college at shooting the three, it wasn't anything spectacular, and 
I don't know if that was planned because I swear the announcers say Alvin Gentry was frustrated after yeah. Zion hit a three, and it looked like he was pissed off every time Zion hit it. But you know, if it's much like Giannis, if that's a part of Zion's game, which is he's going to have, then it makes him that much better of a player, and yeah. it, it, it's a complete difference maker. Because then, how are you going to guard him? So he just went up for a dunk and then kind of got his legs taken out from under him. And oh, but he landed on top of his face. And then they subbed him out immediately. Yeah. Which, I mean, Alvin Gentry's getting a lot of heat. I think they no, could have won, so won that Spurs game. Like They, they could win games without him. But it's not about this year, right? right. It's about the future. And he, I honestly, he is the yeah. most important asset your franchise has. Like, yep. do not risk it yeah. for a regular will, season win. Yeah. As much as the fans want to see him, you know, this isn't the year. you got a lot of young players to develop. And I feel bad. He's got, I don't think, any chance at Rookie of the Year, rookie of the year because they're going to be playing at, like, I 16. Think, I don't, I don't I'm pretty think sure that I don't think he had one anyway. He definitely does it now. Because like, I'm thinking about if Embiid didn't win it against Brogdon, then Zion's not going to win against Morant. Morant, in terms of rookie, Brogdon to Morant, Morant is miles ahead of Brogdon. So... Brogdon was, yeah. but I, you know, I don't, I don't think we're ever going to see Zion play a full season, and that's fine. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Whether it be it depends on what you mean by a full season. Play eighty two games. Okay. I don't think he's ever going to play. I think, games. Well, I, I think the day of watching uh, superstars play eighty two games in a rare view. Oh yeah, right. They're, especially especially now that we've seen you can win the MVP playing seventy seventy five. Why wouldn't Why would you? Okay, Google, how many games did Kawhi Leonard play in the 2018-2019 season? Here's what I have for Kawhi Leonard in the 2018-19 NBA season. A season total of 60 games played. 60 games. 60, man! You can win it with 60 games! Well, that was finals MVP, not MVP. Yeah. Because Giannis won MVP. Oh, and Giannis I was going to say play, probably yeah. and Giannis probably well, played so, in a championship. Well, so but then the thing that would be pushing superstars to play all 82 would be win a champion or win an MVP, right? But the the odds that somebody wins the MVP cuz well, well, two years ago LeBron played all 82 games, right? First yeah. time in his career. Uh 2017, 2018 something like and that. And then I think Giannis played all but like two last year or something right. like that. Yeah. I, 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 again, the big question coming in is, he's yeah, like he, 30 he, minutes yeah, Zion, right? who Giannis right now, yeah, yeah, yeah that's how you, that's how you look, man, right. you, your superstar gets 30 points in 22 minutes, which Giannis has done multiple times, but Just I think with Zion, the, you know, he's a big, he's, I say, he's the second heaviest dude in the NBA to Boban Marjanovic, and he is one of the most explosive players in the league, so, oh, Zion? yeah, Oh, he's third. He's third? Who's yeah. heavier? I thought it was just Boban. Well, they showed a stat on his first game that brought up his weight at 285. And he's like, he is the third heaviest player in okay. the NBA. We're like, oh. Then I don't know who it was. I just know that Boban was the other one. Yeah. Was the one was one of them ahead of him. I can't. a seven-footer, yeah. What well, has to be. But, you know, to be that big but have that much explosive, you do, explosive power, you do think about wear and tear and overall how's his body going to and you know maybe once he gets you know playing all these games he'll kind of slim down a little bit get more into playing form but you'll look at him and he is big big boy so as I said Alvin Gentry is totally doing the right move you know this this is your franchise player you're not doing Taco Fall is is. 
Taco Paul at three ten, Boban at which would make which would which would make sense as why before the draft he would have been the second one, right? Because Boban. <laughs> so one thing I kind of noticed about Zion, and it's interesting, wasn't a great free throw shooter at Duke. Three three and a half games in, he's at thirty seven percent. Is Hacka Zion going to be a thing? Maybe. Could be legitimately. Is that going to be a thing? If you're going to be a 37% free throw shooter, you better believe it's going to be. I have you? Did you see his it's, it's so for us to yeah, say it's very small, and he could. But it is. I mean, this, the mechanics are weird. It is so. It's a line drive free throw. It is. It's very quick. It's like throwing at it. It doesn't look pretty. Doesn't look good. It doesn't look pretty. It you know. Bring back the granny style. The freaking Rick Barry. That dude could score like a mofo. Here's my, here's my thing I've noticed about Zion. So you saw part of his rehab was they uh, changed the way he walked. And ran. Yeah, trying to change his gait. It's a weird gait. I noticed he looks uncomfortable out there. I don't know if that's his normal gait because it's almost like a limp to it. Like he right. almost, it's almost like a waddle if you will. Right. And I don't know if that's he's, his normal gait or what they way. or what they changed it to. But either way, it doesn't look normal. I do know they were trying to change his, yeah. his walking gait. Really. Yeah. Like, I get changing a shooting form, like with Lonzo. Remember how you used to shoot it? It's better. It's still got a, it's not quite as, like, way out here as it used to be. It's more like Durant's now. Yeah. Well, but he's pretty much, it has done almost nothing to his shooting percentages. <laughs> his shooting percentages are pretty. He's been shooting pretty well the last couple couple games, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's, he hasn't, he, he's actually been playing pretty well last He's been dipping games, it back up. He was down for a bit, now he's up for a bit. But I think that's going to be him, again. He's a great facilitator, and that's that's why he's going to be a good player. So, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see how much. Again, it's hard to change someone's gait. Like walking, that's something they've been doing all their lives, it, and they do every day. You don't shoot a basketball every day, and I feel like the mechanics of a basketball are a little easier to tweak than walking. There he is, just trotting along. So, but you know, it's good good for the league. To have him back for sure because I was listening to the Ringers podcast and they said clips of Zion are up there and he is before he'd even played a game yet were the most searched up there with Luca and Giannis and he hadn't even played a game yet. Right during preseason he was the most searched. Yeah, uh, athlete, not basketball player, athlete, athlete. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's it's obviously stars are good for any league. And have um, have them spread out is also really good. So whether or not the Pelicans can uh, make a little run towards the playoffs so here. W- one last thing I've noticed about Zion is like his entire value at Duke was like how great he was in transition. I don't want to say they aren't like getting him in transition, but definitely not the amount that they can be. Right. I feel like they should be putting a focus more on get it, like getting him out galloping. Well, especially with how young and quick this team can be right. with Brandon Ingram and Lonzo and Jackson Hayes in the future, as well as Nikhil Walker-Alexander in the future. They oh. can be... Oh, my God. He, he, he went up, missed the alley-oop, got the rebound of it. Well, that, that's the thing I'm going to He's you, so good at that. If you watch it, his second jump is so quick. It's, right. it, he's a very fast twitch um, player in terms of, like, it's just... Muscle reaction, all that stuff. It's so quick. He gets up and recognizes and reacts so much faster than everybody else. Kind of uh, Obi Top and a Dayton 
reminds me <laughs> not on that level, but kind of like that yeah, as he's well. On my level. He he's oh, obviously we're Dayton fans. We think he's on level, but you know that be to be able when you miss to be up, be that first guy up again right after you've missed, and I mean that's what you see. It's miss rebound. I, mean, I saw. I saw, and it hurts his shooting percentage, but rebound, miss, rebound, right. miss, rebound, miss, got fouled. Points. Points is all he wants. He's just going for it, you know. That's just a, a nose for the ball. And I think he's going to be – I want they, – they're kind of playing him like a power forward center right now, which is fine. That's what he is. But I think if they could put him at a three or have him run a little bit of point, how – Fun with that. Kind of, you know, may, have may, some mismatches. Maybe he turns into a positionless player like LeBron, like Giannis. Yeah, a little James. bit, little bit like Kawhi. Out of, you know, maybe he can turn into that. Obviously, the size is going to help because if, if he gets switched onto a smaller guy, it's over. Either he's blowing through you on a drive, or he's going to back you down until he slams it home right on top of your head. Yeah. And for the big guys, he still has that quickness and explosiveness to get around your slower defenders. Mm-hmm. So. That's a hard matchup. It's like trying to think, how am I going to guard LeBron or Giannis or Kawhi or Durant? It's like, how am I going to do this? It's going to go through you. <laughs> yeah. So I know last podcast, uh, I think we were all we all didn't think that the Pelicans would make it with Zion. Still, I still hope they still might. You, so you, Sam's saying no. I said no. Mason, very Mason's because why would they try this year? It doesn't make a lot of sense, but they made it to the eight seed and just like – the four and a half out were, what, maybe four or five games over halfway through the season at this point. So they're four and a half out, but also like within that four and a half is like seven teams. <laughs> that's true. That's true because because you got the Kings a half game behind, and then the Suns, the Blazers, and the Spurs all in front of them with less than two games between them. Also, well, plus the seven and eight, the uh, Thunder and the so, um, you know. Thunder is starting to look a bit. Th- more Thunder solid. at five Here's games it. up on the eight seed. They, yeah. I'm not saying they're and and the Mavericks are tied with that. With uh, or, wait no, Mavericks are two games ahead. I'm not saying the Thunder are a lock, but they've certainly given Looking themselves a good. comfortable gap. I and mean, it's not like the East comfortable where the Sixers have a ten game lead on the seventh seed, and you know they're making the playoffs. But you know that's that's it's comfortable, and that's certainly not where I expected the Thunder to be. Nah, I didn't either. I expected them to SGA be is playing 15. really well right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, you you redraft SGA. that draft class, he might go top five. Oh, yeah, I think he definitely would. Wait, he's what two years ago now? This, this, is, this is a sophomore year. So, yeah, so he was drafted two years ago. I yeah, you, know, you know, I'm gonna look at that draft just to. A draft um, rookie of the year last year was Luka Doncic. Trey Young was in that. That's draft. right. DeAndre so, Hayden so yeah, draft. I would say you. Mo Bamba was in that draft. Bagley and Jaron um, Jackson. Bagley, I think Jared your top Jackson five Jr. are probably Luka one. Luka one. Trey or Shy two, depending. Wait, wait. Who drafted second overall? Second was the Kings. They have they Fox. Might, they might take Jaron Jackson. They yeah. might take, but but think about this. SGA is tall. Yeah, he's big. Fun. He could play the two guard next to Fox, and that would be real fun in Sacramento. They South. just moved Buddy Heald off the bench, like, which is crazy. Like to they, play off the bench. Yeah, he was off the bench. Interesting. Scored forty two points. No, I think I, I'd say your top five. I think Marvin Bagley gets dropped out. 
I think your top five in no particular order are Aiden, Doncic, Jackson, Trey Young, and probably Shea Gilt Alexander. I think if you're gonna drop one of the big men, I think it's gonna be Bagley. Because okay. he's because yeah, I think people he, he's better than Mamba, better than Wendell Carter, Sexton, Kevin Knox for sure, Mikel Bridges. Those were the people drafted ahead of him. He was eleven. So I think I think he is he's by far uh, would go. We got top five at this point. So anyone got anything else on the Pelicans? Pels? And Zion. Yeah. So you to see him, see him work. And it's a young team, so. Five games. They're also five games back from the eight seed. Four and a half. Pelicans from the eight seed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 18 and 18.5 back. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah Sorry. Chris are four or 14 games back, so. I'm not even at that. But. We'll see if they go. It wouldn't really make sense. We were talking about, Sam and I were talking okay. about Chris Paul for Mike Conley. Yes. Who says no? Chris both Paul teams. for Mike Conley. You think, you think both teams say no? Yeah. I, I, think the, I think the Thunder like what Chris Paul is doing in terms of mentoring SGA. I, I, I don't think they want to move I, on. I think Utah might do it. Utah would definitely but, do but, it. But again... Utah's shown they are best when Donovan Mitchell plays the point guard spot. If if we're going to be trading Conley somewhere, try to get a a, a two a shooting guard. Yeah, or a a, a a a three. A, a two two someone who can play the two and the three. Yeah. That's what they need because yeah. clearly the Jazz are the best when Donovan Mitchell has the ball in his hands. And Rudy Gobert is on the court. So and then they have Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench. They made one of the only trades this season out of three. Um, Jordan Clarkson for, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dante Exum. Exum. Dante Exum. Who we kind of use a little bit of? So here's why I think that uh, common trade isn't such a bad thing. Is, um, A, the money works. B, it allows the Jazz to sort of mortgage the future a little bit and uh, get Chris Paul in now to win now, which I think Chris Paul on the team does make it a little bit more dangerous. does make them a little bit more dangerous. I think part of the reason why they're better with Donovan Mitchell with the ball in hand is because it's always compared to Ricky Rubio or Mike Conley, right? I don't think – I think when you put Chris Paul in there, and I think especially you can stagger Chris Paul and uh, Donovan Mitchell's uh, minutes. They start and uh, close out games together, but through the middle of the stretch, they're there. I think that definitely works for the um, Jazz. I think that what that does is um, it allows the uh, Thunder to free up money that uh, – Mike Conley has one more year on his contract after this one. That means that they are going to have a max slot open going into the 20, uh, 21 offseason when everyone and their mother is a free agent. And they have all these picks so they can do a sign-in trade. They can start rebuilding. I think Chris Paul, while he's playing great now, taking all three years on his uh, that he has left on his contract would be a mistake for the Jazz. And I think, he's, uh, I think being able to move off now is uh, <clears throat> would be – Easier than I, I think that, that you will never have an easier time to move off than right now. Off of Chris Paul, yes. Next season, he's going to be less money next season than he is right now. You're right. You think he's going to continue to play at this level? Doesn't need to. Yes, if he he's does. traded at next season, he could play at the level he's at right now or even below it. He's putting up good numbers, good assist numbers. He's a great mentor, as we've all said already. And it is going. He's going to a team. He's getting traded to a team. 
it's a playoff push team, not a future right. now team. And so, Correct? So if it's a playoff push team, why are they trading in the offseason? They're not going to trade They'll trade either in next season, around this time, or probably before this time next right. year. And so, and so that him having that value is dependent on him being at the same level. Like, as he continues to Less age money and fall off. would make him worth more if he's still good. All right. If he ends the season strong and then You're like, assuming he's gonna get worse next season. I don't yeah. I don't think he's gonna I, get worse. Father, next father time's undefeated. True, but you know, LeBron's been pretty steady. Okay. So we can only like say LeBron's able to do that. Okay. I think Chris Paul still has it in him. Okay. And he's look at the Thunder right now. No one would have thought that they were right where they are. Right. No, he, he's definitely surprised me this season. So that's what my prediction. That's why I don't think it's going to happen. At least this season, I think, I think he either, and but. Evan Love are in the same boat. Next season, they're going to have enough money down on their contracts. They're going to be more manageable to trade. Thereby, more people can get to them. More people have access instead of these few and far between teams having more chance to get traded. That's why I think they're going to get. I next also, season. I also think Kevin Love is past his peak trade value. I think we're, I think we should have traded him last year. I guess we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what they. Because I, I don't. It, do we think either people, the, either Chris Paul or Kevin Love, is going to end their contracts on the respective team they're on? Do we think that's going to happen, Nathan? Both of them. I. I one either. I don't know. They're going to be because because someone is always going to be willing to trade for so these kind. It just has happened. It happened. So, so let me let me change that question. Okay. Do I think that? I like whether or not they uh, end their career there. Do I think either of them are going to be traded for positive assets? Because I think that it is possible that either Kevin Love or Chris Paul move in a deal where, like, they sit, like you're you're being the seller. Or like I could see them trading away Chris Paul and a pick to get off of Chris Paul's contract. I could see them trading away Kevin Love and a pick to get off of Kevin Love's contract. That's very likely. What I'm saying is, so you do it the, now. Was it Jordan Exum, or sorry, Jordan Clarkson for Dante Exum straight up? Yeah. No, there was a pick involved. You're right, and a second round pick. Second round pick to the Cavs. <laughs> to the Cavs. So thereby, Jordan Clarkson was the superior player of that of that move. Correct. So the Cavs, would you say, won that trade or not? I think it benefited both teams. Benefited yeah, both teams. I agree. Exactly. Because so, you're looking because the. The Jazz are getting a 15-plus point-a-game score off the bench. Right. The Cavs are getting a younger player with a possible positive upside and a pick, which I propose. I propose the, the bet is, or the, the whatever you want to call it, is when or if Kevin Love and CP3 get traded, they're going to be going to a team that is in a positive now. Because why would they go to a team that's, that's young? That's trying to rebuild. That's trying to get future draft picks. And again, if I think if they're going to be traded, it's going to be again to a team who right. is going to give up their draft picks to try to win now. Again, as you said, no one who's got a young like you're not going to see the Grizzlies or the Pelicans trade for one of these players. I think it's going to be a team who like thinks they're one piece away and they're willing to give <laughs> up their first round picks and maybe some assets to maybe make that difference. This year, unless they're they're the Memphis Grizzlies trading for uh, Allen Iverson, <laughs> or the Detroit Pistons trade for Allen Iverson, that's a better one. Um, yeah, I just don't see it happening. So, I mean, we'll so, see. But all right, 
So that was what. Hang on, that was the first trade. Or who were the other two that were traded? Well, the one, was, the, the one was the uh, Atlanta Hawks with Alan Crabb and traded him to for the Jeff Timberwolves for Jeff Teague. And There's another player, some no-name player that barely plays. The one that there's third trade that's happened since we last had a podcast, and that was that the Warriors traded Willie Gallistein to the Mavericks for a 2020 second round pick. Dwight Powell ruptured his Achilles, so Willie Gallistein kind of getting outplayed by Amari Spellman and Eric Pascal, yeah. who are kind of like Draymond Green type players, so they're sticking small there. And obviously, they've got um, Looney, Kevon Looney coming off injury here soon, so they're just moving off that. Gives the Mavericks something to. I don't think fully replaced Dwight Powell because I think Dwight Powell's a better player than Willie Colestein, yeah. but it's just, it's something it, it's, Yeah, it's, a, it's an off-the-bench big and again, isn't Bojan Marjanovic, who, yeah. while fun, does not work in the playoff yeah. matchup. They can't really and use they, him every they, night. And they, all, you gave up a 2022nd round pick. A, that's how low Willie Colestein's value is right now. He was a first, he was like a 15th overall pick, right. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And But if you're looking at the Mavericks, that's all you had to give up. They get someone who's right. just going to get a couple boards, maybe extend an offensive He's possession. He's not a horrible player. I just no. do not understand. Is he just well, like I think a, it might be his work ethic. I was going to say, is he yeah. just a locker room cancer? He might be. I don't know. But so, for the, for the Mavs, this is a great deal. Because as I said in the last podcast, I think people throw around second-round picks like, just, it, like, it's, like it's nothing. It's like, yeah, we'll throw in a second-round pick. Yeah, it'll be second. If he was ju- it's just a second-round pick. I think second-round picks hold a little bit more value than you guys do. I, I still don't, like, there's still You can not. get a diamond in the rough. There's no doubt about it. You can get solid trade asset yeah, pieces. You, you can get no good, doubt about it. You can get Getting good role players in the second round. very difficult. Right. And, no. But, but, the Mavericks but good that. role players are worth something. Yes, yeah. but the Mavericks already have a lot of good role players right. already. So it's not like they necessarily needed one. Right. No, no. I, I, I think it's a good trade for both teams. I'm all, I'm all for it. But you guys are... I, the impression I was getting from you guys is that like second round picks are like yeah fuck it like we don't we don't even care about these but I think they hold enough value that like I w- I would trade like to get a second round pick right I mean Miami doesn't have one until twenty twenty seven for a reason Miami doesn't have any, they gave them all away <laughs> Miami doesn't have any picks for ever for a reason and that's because it's easy to convince free agents to come live in Miami yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude that's just come on. But We're some, always going to be in the conversation. Some teams, like Cleveland or OKC, don't have that luxury. <laughs> we got corn, boy. You're welcome. We are manufacturing, too. <laughs> right. oh, no, but that's... In the next couple seasons, this is definitely... There was a lot that happened um, to the preceding, to the beginning of the year. Last summer, that was... Uh, just last year in general. Just crazy amount of trades. Three trades this year is... Yeah. I could see Bradley Beal getting traded in the offseason. Absolutely. Because he sat, from what I've heard, he is not happy. Really? Uh, Yeah, I've also heard there's issues with Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, In the Clippers. Well, also Montrezl Harrell is like one of the only free agents this offseason. Yeah, he's going to get paid. Right. Ooh, yeah. He's going to get, get, if I'm the Clippers, with Paul George and Kawhi's contract, that's a lot to give. But, man, he's so good with Lou Williams off that bench. Oh. Man. So good, but he he's gonna he's gonna get it right. He I, he might be one of those overpaid because you were there players, like because it's a small free agent class. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> but he's better than Mozgov. I'm not saying that his value is not. He can't play up to that. But I think he's probably a likely candidate to get well over get some Andre Drummond money, some twenty million 
plus oh. money a year. I players. think he's getting 25 mil next year. 25. You think? So maybe it's, two or three? Let's see. Probably right? three. 25 a year for two or three? Yeah. Okay. So like a, I thought you meant 25 total for two or three. I was like, uh, he's making more than that now. <laughs> no, see, no. You're, yeah, let's see. Uh, see what he's on right I now. I could see. Um, I'll take the under on 25 a year. Yeah. Him getting like 21, he's six million a year right now. Ooh, that's yeah, maybe not. That's, I think that's with the that's, I think that's I, a, I, I think that's his second second contract. I think I think he's getting bare minimum sixteen a year. Yeah, there's no way you get. He should get less than that. Right. Yeah. Um, no. God, and they have got. I mean, they've got him for six and Lou Williams at eight million right now. Right. They've got arguably the best tandem off the bench in the league. Making less than $15 million total. <laughs> and then they have, you know, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George just spending... You know how many, you, you know, you, you, but you know how many teams are paying someone more than $15 million a year for half the production that one of them puts up? And they've got both of them for less? Yeah. It's crazy. Right. Crazy. Yeah. He's getting paid this year. But yes, as you said, Kawhi is $32 million a year and Paul George is thirty. So, and they're paying... Harkless and Pat Bev over ten million as well, so that pretty big Good change for, for them too. Yeah, they can move off Harkless though. Yeah, he could be traded, probably. Right. He he's a four. Yeah, four-ish, three-ish. Oh, dude, what if he went? What if? Could, what about Kevin Love? Could, <laughs> could stretch to the five. They can't afford. They can't afford to make that money work. I mean, because they have to give so many other players up because just. To add those contracts out, like Shamit's probably out the window if they wanted to do that, which is a Cleveland fan. Like, okay, I'll take a solid two guard. Right. right. But also, Kevin Love's making twenty eight, right? Uh, so you get ten from Harkless. I think you'd have to move Beverly. You might. There's no way they're moving Beverly. But while we're talking about trades, since this is an NBA podcast, we haven't mentioned yet Robert Covington. Robert. Right? Where is he gonna fit? Because it always I think comes Kirk up. Doesn't get paid. He's getting. Or if he's he another get traded. I think he's another. He's is he paid, free agent yeah. this summer? Is he another yeah. one of those? Chance to be highly overpaid guys. He might be. You guys think Carl Anthony Towns is going to want out yet? Or is he like the mediocrity and shittiness of the, the Timberwolves? Well, he clearly does, and says he won't play. But half the issue is him not not trying. Like, you know how many games they probably could have won because you would have been there to score 30 points? Did you see them lose to the freaking Kings off of, yes. like, they, went on, they were up so much. Deer, well, they were up, Buddy Heel, 20-point fourth quarter. Darren Fox's play right off the front of the rim for the layup. And they, they were part of three guys, um, three guys on the rebound. They didn't even have the top guy to block out the shooter. So, and they were down, they were up. Yeah, yeah. The, so the NBA instead of having the bot, the free throw lane full, and having an extra guy up, they play man. They play one v one. But if you're throwing it off the rim like that, you're getting that back because you know what you're doing. There's mm-hmm. no, it's you're. I mean, it's, you're leveling the playing field. Yeah. So it, <laughs> call that a question. We'll I mean, but but it's been like that for for years in the NBA. They. Because I guess that might be just because how good the average free free throw shooter is in the NBA. Yeah, you have your outliers in both directions, but you know I'd probably say the NBA percentage is probably darn close to seventy plus for free throw for the entire NBA for free throw percentage. Yeah, across yeah. the league, you think? I think it's like I'm seven, for every six, for every four. Drummond or 
DeAndre Jordan or Ben Simmons or Ben Simmons, you have a Steph Curry right. who's putting up ninety percent. Well, especially because the people who do shoot ninety percent work hard to get to the line. Yeah, like James Harden shoots ninety percent and gets there fifteen he twenty times a game. Five percent. Yeah, he, he shoots enough that it's just like and it. exactly like you know a lot. But I think you are seeing the bigger guys are getting better free throws. And Bead's not a bad free throw shooter. Jokic isn't a bad free throw shooter. Vucevic, Anthony Davis. Right. They're not bad free throw shooters. Now, nowadays, a bad free throw shooter is more rare than a uh, good yeah. one. Like, like you're turning a league where a bad free throw shooter is starting to be in the 65% range. Right. Obviously, LeBron's a bad free throw shooter. Giannis is a bad free throw shooter. Westbrook's a bad free throw shooter. That last one's actually true. <laughs> uh, they're all true. <laughs> all right, Mason, what's, uh, well, what's next? So we had ourselves a 50-point uh, game list. We and did. Was it anybody it's, that we thought it was going to be? It's been a while. No. It's been a, so you, so I, I, I'm pretty sure I guessed Eric Gordon. All right, I, I've got it. I've got sure it down. So I think Lillard's had a 50-point game since yeah. we started. And same with Harden and probably Luca. Actually, no, Luca. So I guess Luca. I guess Luca. Sam guessed Bradley Beal and Mason guessed Westbrook. And Eric Gordon came out with a Clint Capella list, Russell Westbrook list, and James Harden less Rockets. He dropped 50 and beat the Jazz, who are arguably the hottest team in the NBA right now, with the exception of maybe the Bucks. Yeah. And he dropped a 50 bomb. So Eric Gordon, next guy on the NBA 50 list, which means we have to pick again. Sam can't go with Bradley Beal. Westbrook or Luca, who are you going with? Kyrie's already had one too. Ky- Lillard, Harden, DeAndre Russell, Giannis, AD, Kyrie, Booker, and Eric Gordon right now. Who's the next player to hit? Can I go? Can 50? I go? go ahead. Brandon Ingram, man, got fit 49. Brandon Ingram. Okay. Maybe you can pick Interesting. Interesting to pick that now with the addition of Zion. Oh. As, I, as, as, as I'm pretty sure that's why you traded Brandon Ingram in fantasy, because so, Zion came back. I mean, you never know. You never know. You're being sneaky with your trades. Your trade for Luke and Ben Simmons are complete steals. Oh, my it's God. It's ridiculous. Bagley is out again. Excellent. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> you pretty much traded Ben Simmons for Kevin Herter. That's what you did. You traded Kevin Hurt and got Ben Simmons. I, you I, I, I've been asshole. talking about Chief. Eric's not welcome back in this league. I know. I already got a replacement. I got Luke did, to say did yes. He, okay. Did he? Did he also trade Luca too, or was that no, Curry? That was Carl. That Carl. Was Carl. Because Luca was hurt when I got him. They, hey, I gave him Tristan Thompson and RJ Barrett. I would say that's RJ Barrett is out. I, was, I, also, I, I still think Luke. I, I wouldn't Luke, say it was fair, but I'd say it's at least not ridiculous. Exactly. Um, it's it's not your Ben Simmons one or. Yeah. Saquon Barkley for I'll, fucking Will Disley. Also, also, we're adding a punishment to this league next year. That way, if someone's at the bottom, they can't just not care. Yeah. I was like, that's... Right. That, that, well, that's the issue we have with our fantasy basketball league. Because it's not like you only have to focus on it one day a week. It's an everyday thing. Now, well, granted, you, granted, you, you can, like... It if you so, want, it's so easy to agreed, set up the week. Throw, True. Through the process. I think Casey has his set for like the next two months. Yeah. That, I said I just take care. 10 minutes and set up your lineup, and he set it up for one week. I was like, ah, oh, dude, just one week? That was only like 30 seconds, if that. Right. So. I mean, Carl. Carl's not paying attention anymore now either. 
He I was, was wondering, in. He was uh, start. He started off real strong. I tagged. Yeah, I texted him, and I was like, "Hey, man, you're." You're kind of not paying attention to fantasy the past couple weeks. He's like, oh, sorry, I was in Mexico. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. So we got him. I think he's... Hey, man, got to catch him all. Got to catch gotta them all. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> uh, uh, Brian McMahon, he's in it. I will. Brian McMahon's been trying, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he looks like he's... Is, Ryan, is your buddy Ryan from... Ryan's been trying. He looks he's playing. So we finally upgraded from just a three of us trying. It is finally... Dude, we now five. Chief tried last Chief, Chief, oh, Chief so got the four year. of us. Chief... Tried a little too hard. Yeah, three, <laughs> three, of, three of us. Chief, Casey, Brian, and Ryan. Yeah. Seven. I mean, from the first year we did this, it was just the three of us. Right. Because Ian didn't pay attention. Yep. And I Colin can't, didn't pay attention. Colin didn't pay attention. Uh, we'll take it. Sam, who you got? 50-pointer. 50-pointer. Uh, I'll take Brock. LeBron? LeBron James. I kind of... Oh, man. I think he could definitely do it. Yeah. Shit, that's who I He did, came close. He came it. close. He took Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I know. Right. I thought about Brandon Ingram as I was watching this game. I'm going to go with Trey Young. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Trey Young. Yep. All right. Final. I would say. Everyone locking it in. Locking it in. All right. Next 50 point game. I've got Trey Young. Sam's got LeBron James. And Mason has Brandon Ingram. We will. Uh, We'll see what happens. I was hoping there would be more 50-point games here because there were a lot last year. But, you know, we're getting there. Still half the season left. Still half the season left. I mean, it kind of sucks when half the 50-point games of the course of the league come from two players. Because I'm pretty sure Lillard dropped back-to-back 50-point games. He had a 60-point game. Man. He had a 60, and Harden gets one every other week. Right. Right after I played Casey, he dropped that 60-point game. I was like, yeah, no. You would have been fine. Okay. You you ended up winning, but he made he caught. I was like, Casey, I'm like, if Lillard has a good game, you might be in it. Sure enough, by the night, Casey's been 50 points because Lillard yeah, had 100 plus fantasy points. But it also, it also happened on like a Tuesday. I had the rest of the week to, I, I think I beat him by like 600 fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know when Mason over here can play four players and get 200 points. Right. That was it's nice. That was impressive. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Oh, All right, so it? that's fifty point game. 50 Hopefully, point. We'll, we'll see see another one here this week, and maybe one of us will be right. That's Who knows? Uh, Who knows? Uh, we're doing dick of the week next. Oh god, dang. god, what if what you if Trey Young has fifty points tonight? Pull it. Who's who? You got uh, everyone on Twitter who Joe's told right now to talk about Kobe's rape allegation. It happened in 03, and you had to wait until he died. Who? All of Twitter. Not all of Twitter. It's all over Twitter. People are like, why are we... Oh, well, in 03, this happened with Kobe. It's like, this is a complicated issue. I'm not going to dive into that. But the fact that you waited until he died just is you getting on your soapbox and being like, look at me. I'm standing up against something. That was weird. Uh, J.R. Smith. Oh, that is a fucking dick. Dick of the week. Right. But I, I don't really have any dicks of the week. I wasn't really... Watching too many games, I saw a lot well, of highlights. Time, I guess we've had like last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, no big fights or anything like that. Kind of a bummer. Um, Anybody jersey you buy? Um, uh, I think I think we all got to go with Kobe, right? Yeah. Just saying. Buy a Kobe jersey. Just saying. I get the uh, the black marble ones, the ones that he designed. Yeah. Those are sweet. Yeah, I like. I know the Lakers are kind of similar with the Celtics and the Bulls. You know, very traditional jerseys. You know, like nothing changes across the year. But I would love to like see a very innovative, sick 
Lakers City jersey. You know how like, like other teams kind of go outside the box with them, but like you kind of see like the Lakers and maybe the Knicks and the Celtics, the Bulls, really like the original teams all kind of stay within there. Yeah. You know, like, like the, 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 like the Bulls are always the red. And obviously, okay, you get a little bit of difference with the Chicago flag now. Right. That's a little they also, different. They've also had a black one for a long time. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it's pretty much red and white. And same with the Celtics. Like, it's it's yeah. white and green. So I, w- I would like to see those teams maybe kind of branch out. Because I think they they can make some – those are big cities. You can make some cool – like, I think the right. Chicago jersey with their state – or the, their city flag looks right. really cool. Because so cool. that baby blue highlights everywhere looks really cool. I think you can oh, make yeah. a really cool Boston or L.A. jersey like that. I like the um... – I like the Portland Rip City ones, the black Rip City with the red accent. Mm-hmm. I'd get a CJ McCollum. Ooh, I like that one. I'll get a, I'll get an Obi Toppin one in that when he's drafted. <laughs> we all have to get different ones. Oh yeah. My um, sister, my sister is like, I've been, I need a jersey for you know day drinks, and I'm waiting till Obi. I'm like, I'll get, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm ordering mine, and we'll get different ones. I, I got two things, not the Warriors, and not Boston. I'd get a Lou Will uh, Lakers. Uh, or sorry, a Lou Williams Lakers. He Lou, played. He played he did, the Lakers. Sorry, a Lou Williams Clippers San Andreas um, theme, like uh, the, yeah. the white ones. Mm-hmm. I get one of those. That'd be sweet. Uh, I don't know if I have too many worth mentioning. What about you guys? Um, let's see. I already oh. talked. One of mine was going to be Zion's free throw shooting, but we already kind of talked about how it's <laughs> possible that Hacka. Then we talked about Eric Gordon fifty. Ah, Kawhi Leonard first career triple level. Yeah, man. He's so like, what are you going to do with the ball? I don't know. Probably go home and chew around with a little bit. On November 14th, 2019, the Timberwolves tweeted out a gif of Carl and the Towns looking stupid with, like, you know, where they alternate between caps and lowercase to say, have sarcasm? Yeah. yeah. The Wolves are going to be bad this season. Well, <laughs> since then, they've gone 3-14. and 14. Yeah. They, they were 7-4 and four at that time and have since then gone 3-14. and 14. You guys got to listen to this one fan trying to get in the mind of LaMarcus Aldridge while shooting a free throw. <laughs> and he missed it. And the, the announcer's like, whoever did the tattoos on Waldo Ball, they're really clear. He's just trying to talk over it. Right. It is amazing. Next time I go to a date in basketball game, sit in the students. Here's a fun one. Here are the top 10 net ratings against teams that are in the top 10 of net ratings. So this is basically how well you play against good teams. Yeah. All right. Leading the NBA net rating against teams in the top 10 net rating is the Celtics at plus 4.2, uh, followed by the Sixers at point. Uh, plus 3.2, Bucks at plus 2.6, Lakers at 0.9, Clippers and Thunder both at 0.1, Nuggets at negative 0.9, Rockets at negative 1.2, Mavs at negative 1.3, and Heat at negative 2.3. So the the Sixers I expect to be good. The Celtics kind of surprised me. The Heat, I for a while, were beating good teams. Right. Which is interesting. Well, the, the, heat the, str- the, the, heat have, the Heat have struggled on the road. Injury has been I'm tough for them as well. I, just as Windows played like eight games this also, season. Also, when the Heat win, they win by a little. And when they lose, they get blown the fuck out. That room is not yeah. Good. Well, look, look at, so the Heat are 21-2 and two at home, 11-12 and 12 on the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, if they can get the home court during uh, the playoffs, which right now they're the two seed, 
but the five seed is just two and a half games back, so it's right. not like it's a, a bad week and you're down to the five seed. So, um, I'm, I have one last worth mentioning. Um, the hook shot is dying is dying art, right? Yeah, about the hook shot. Dream. Uh, people who use it well, Rudy Gobert shoots thirty six point four percent on them. Y- Jokic kind of has a. Dwight Howard, 44.4%. Joel Embiid, 53.3%. And leading the NBA in hook shot percentage, Aaron Baines at 59%. Jesus Christ. Knew it had to be going somewhere. (laughs) Son of a bitch. How many attempts per game? (laughs) I don't know. They're a pretty decent amount. He uses it a lot. Here's one I saw. LeBron, 971 straight games with 10 plus points. Damn. Mm. He's getting close to that, that, K, that 1K. I, I have one. Who from the 2018 draft class uh, has the most 10-point games? The most 10-point games? Oh. 2018. So that's when we were talking about yep, with that, Luca the, and yep. Trey. That, can, I, can, I pull, can I pull up the draft, or, yeah. draft again? Dylan yeah. Brooks? Dylan, uh, is he in that draft class? No, he was earlier. Yeah. He was earlier. He's been playing really well for the Grizzlies this the I past month or so. I know he's been he, awesome. He's been on my fantasy team at least once. Well, we know it ain't Mo Bamba. Wendell Carter's been too injured to do it. Not DeAndre. It's not Aiden. Kevin Knox. It's not Mikael Bridges and played enough. You know, just based on the people who on this list who have actually played enough to actually possibly achieve this are Bagley, Doncic. No, probably not Bagley. It's Donchitz, Jaron Jackson, Trey Young, and Colin Sexton and Shea are the ones I can think of that have actually played. I'll say Colin enough. Sexton. Who is it? It's Colin Sexton. Yeah, I, I was about to say. I was looking at all of them like injured, injured, sucks, injured, injured. Didn't play, hasn't played a lot. He's definitely been putting up, putting up buckets. Yeah, he he's been he can score a lot. He just he's, needs to he's just pass so the ball sometimes. <laughs> he's yeah, I think that'll come with age. Hopefully, he's in his I third think, season, second season, second season now. I so he's, I mean, he's scoring pretty well this season. Just has to get some other things figured out, which I think that'll still come. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, maybe he's not, you know, the answer at point guard. Well, he's not. He's but, not some point guards that we've seen, like Alonzo Ball, point guard, or no. um, he's going to be in the league at some capacity for the next fifteen years. Yeah. If if it's not starting, he'll be a great player off the bench. Come on, you gotta make that a good board. Oh, he's not winning that jump ball against Rudy Gobert. Uh, no, that was uh, Derek Favors. Derek Favors. He's still ain't winning that. He's feisty though. He gives all he's got. He's oh, kick him in the nuts. <laughs> it's clean. Basketball move. <laughs> that's, why, that's how I jump. Oh. All right. Anyone else have any? Uh, it took Zion Williamson 86 seconds to double Ben Simmons' career threes. It's not hard. That's it. It's, not, it's not hard. Um, how Dwight Howard's passed that just this season in three games? I'm pretty sure he's made three threes this year. Tied it. Yeah. <laughs> People we know who are going to be in the dunk contest this year, Derek what? Jones Jr., you Dwight know. Howard. Um, who else I hope we got? Dwight Howard's not dumb. Like I could see, like I'm just doing game. his old dunks. Right. Like if you if you're gonna do the dunk contest, fucking do the dunk contest. Don't just be there for fan service. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean we he we, was we, try, he we, was... we need an Eric an Eric an Aaron Gordon Zach Levine dunk contest right. again because that was last one. Was I think Zach Levine said he would. Uh, he would do it, and Aaron Gordon said they would do it as well. I don't know if they've accepted the invitation. 
Or but if they've they been invited. Have oh, they even been come invited? on. They would know. definitely be invited. Um, but Dwight was planning a, like, like Kobe to throw him what a lob for him to do one, uh, which I wonder if he does anything like that. That'd be super cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wins right there. <laughs> uh, that's been just Tim Thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Peace.